Welcome to the More Than Pizza podcast, where we exist to walk with parents in the discipleship of their kids and offer more than just pizza. Hey, welcome back to season two of More Than Pizza. This is Chris. I'm Ray. I'm Austin. And I'm JB, and we are excited to keep this thing going. Uh, hopefully you've been listening to our episodes the past several months as we have what we've kind of deemed as season one, even though we took a little bit of a break over the holidays. You may not have known that there was a season two coming, but that's just kind of been our plan and thinking through things of, you know, let's record, get a lot of episodes out there, <clears throat> and then just take a break, give it some rest, let things just continue to be listened to. Uh, maybe if anybody's missed any episodes and now new year new season we're gonna keep it rolling so if you are new to the more than pizza podcast we want to welcome you and just let you know that this our whole goal the the purpose of this podcast is to walk with parents as they aim to disciple their teenagers but at the end of the day whether you're a parent a student or if you don't have any children of your own if you are aiming to follow the Lord, we hope that this podcast will be something that's beneficial for you and something that's encouraging and also challenging as you go throughout your weeks and think about different things. And so uh, we like to talk about a lot of different topics, and then we like to end every episode with just challenging you a little bit <clears throat> to think through what some of the application of the things that we discuss can be. And so in the course of the next few weeks, we're actually just going to take a few topics and spend two to three weeks on each topic and just dive in and talk about what that looks like in our life. And hopefully it'll be good for you too, as you listen in. But I mean, guys, it's a new year. We haven't really even seen each other for a while. And so not only to catch up with y'all, but even just to share with some of our listeners, what are your goals? Anybody got any major New Year's resolutions, anything that you really hope to accomplish this next year? What does 2024 look like for you guys? I don't believe in making resolutions. <laughs> no, I don't really have any. Um, there, so I've. My wife says that I here recently I started snoring a whole lot, mm. and so I, I think I, if I have something that I want to change is figure out how to not do that. But I'm asleep, so I don't really know. I think I gotta go get like that little sleep test thingy, and maybe get a CPAP or something. I don't know. But that, that's that's basically all all I'm shooting for personally in 2024 <laughs> stop snoring so my wife won't be mad at me man you have really set the bar high yeah yeah, yeah, high. yeah i guess the number one for most people is to like you hear uh, people talk about uh, losing weight getting into the gym um quitting this quitting that kind of things this, this morning when i was in the gym i even heard uh, a few of them talking about that man the gym is is uh is very it's packed. happening place it's happening man mm. there's people it's packed in here and then uh, February, we'll hit a kind of die down a little bit. March, it'll die down a little bit. But um, uh, just kind of trying to, um, I guess, diet a little more, trying to eat right. Because I don't know about y'all, but I mean, during Thanksgiving and Christmas, that's the hardest thing to do is to eat. Yeah, I don't even right. try to like say no to anything at that point. I just, I just let November and December happen. Yeah, and everybody's like, I'm just gonna wait till the new year. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, I mean, those are main things I think every year, I think most people put in their, in their mind and, uh, and try to do it. But I'm like you, you know, people take, you know, I'm not, not really big into making resolutions, but, uh, just setting some goals and just thinking, you know what, this is what I'm going to aim for. 
um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, like uh, you were saying, you know, uh, talked about trying to get a little healthier this year, um, maybe change uh, eating habits and things like that, trying to drop a little bit of weight. So uh, those type of things are the goals that I've been looking at for this year. Um, my doctor put me on a little medicine I'd like to get off of. So, Ooh, I am going to play golf more. That's hey, one. golf. We yeah. love you know, golf. I, yeah. I, that needs to happen more in my yeah. life this I, next year. I'm not playing yeah. next week, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not playing next week either. Um, or maybe even this month, but yeah. well, I do have to play soon. I, I'm kind of with you guys. I, I don't – the whole, like, New Year's resolution, I think people blow that out of proportion. But I do kind of believe in, like, setting goals, like you said, like having aims, things that you just hope to see. And I will say, this is the first time I've ever really done this, but I do have a list of some specific goals that I have this year. So I'll just kind of share it. Maybe it'll be encouraging for – Maybe a few of you in the room, uh, but hopefully one or two of you listening. But I always set up goals and I always keep them broad. And so this year I try to be very specific and it'll be uh, easier to achieve, hopefully. So I just set daily goals for 2024. I want to read at least one chapter of the Bible every day. I want to spend 15 minutes in prayer away from all electronics. I want to work out at least 15 minutes. I want to read for 10 to 15 minutes of any book outside of the Bible. And then I want to drink more water, drink over 100 fluid ounces of water every day. And Ray's laughing at me, and I don't know if it's because he has little faith or if he just thinks my goals are silly. No. I, no, I'm just, no. Nothing, oh, no, I'm okay. just, just laughing. Well, I enjoy listening to recent sermons. And mm. I remember hearing some of your some of your goals. And so is growing a beard on there anyway you know um <laughs> it's not not a goal um it's just a goal that doesn't have as much potential as these other goals and so um no i, I i'm not blessed in that department austin <laughs> um but you know those are my daily goals and then i have a few monthly goals too of just like spending more time fasting spending more time you know in solitude and a day of rest i don't do that well um so i want to i want to have some days away from social media a little bit more and even just days a little more focused on oh, what the Lord's teaching me. So I guess just more attention. I want to be still more this year. That's kind of, you know, a lot of people choose a word to kind of enter their year. I guess it's two words, but um, my kind of direction, our, our hope for the year is to be still mm. a little bit more. I struggle with that. I think yeah. a lot of people in today's world. Yeah. I guess do. 2023 was my still year. Mm. Like I quit doing a lot of stuff. Awesome. In 2023, but in 20, so far, I've already mentioned, like, I want to play golf more, but that's just because I inherited my brother-in-law's golf club. <laughs> so it's not, I haven't spent any money yet. I just inherited those. Mm. Um, he didn't die. Like, he gave them to me. <laughs> like, inherited, that's, inherited sounded weird. Um, um, Which is the best type of inheritance. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's better than the $25 set you had. Yeah. It is. No, $25 Any, was not. Anything is better than was pushing it on that set. Yeah. <laughs> No, it, and it wasn't $25. It was $10 off eBay in oh, 2004. Wow. Yikes. Um, but anyway, um, I do, I'm going to uh, make some more pottery uh, this year as well. I, t I didn't make any in 2023, uh, except for some for Todd. Shout out to Todd. Shout out yeah. to Todd and his broken um, plates. Yeah, he got he got all of them this time. Hey, Christmas miracle. And then, uh, and that's, so yeah, I'm going to add a few things. Yeah. But. Yeah, speaking of like spiritual uh, things, I 
um, and disciplining yourself to sit and be still. Um, I've actually had the opportunity to this semester to teach spiritual disciplines. And so being able to go back through those is something uh, very crucial as well. And so I'll just give a shout out to a book that I would recommend anybody reading, and that's The Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life by Donna Whitney. So if you're listening, it's a great book uh, to grab because um, it's recommended that you read every 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes through a lot of the things you said earlier, JB, about fasting and silence and solitude and uh, just Bible intake, uh, which is the number one discipline and prayer. Well, and uh, So I read that book last summer with my interns. Um, mm-hmm. I must confess, I did not read all of that book last summer. Mm. The way, so I didn't have, I didn't have great discipline in finishing the book <laughs> about spiritual disciplines. But this year, you know, yeah. new year, you there's could always finish hope that one out that I could finish a book. <laughs> and just like <laughs> I said, it's recommended every ninety days. So you got, I mean, you got to continue to do these things just for to, sure. uh, just to sit and uh, listen to what God has for you. And so, just to kind of go on that spiritually. Um, we're actually going to do a couple series on a wor- my word for the year. He, JB, you mentioned word earlier. I do uh, I do that. Um, last year it was abide. Mm. And uh, so 2023, it was just that John 15, just to sit and abide, kind of like you said, just sit, sit, take away some things in your life and abide in Christ. Um, and then this year it's surrender. Um, I have uh, some bracelets um, that I'm going to give out to our students. We're going to actually go through, um, take that word, and look at the life of Paul for the next mm. few Wednesday nights and just say, you know what, this is what a life of surrender looks like. And, um, and we're actually going to look at Galatians 2.20, and that's on the bracelet as well. Um, whenever Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And so that's my, my word for the year, surrender. And the reason why I like surrender is I heard Adrian Rogers give a sermon. Um, uh, it's been several years ago and, uh, he was on a mission trip and he was trying to talk to this people group and just kind of share, share Jesus. And whenever he did that, he was, he was using the word commitment, he said. And, uh, and the translator said, we don't, we don't have a word to translate there. Uh, we use the word surrender. And then he went on to tell him, he said, commitment, um, is, like, if I commit to something, I'm still in control. Mm. Um, he said, but if I surrender, and I use that word, I'm surrendering to whoever I'm surrendering to. And so uh, that's my word for you there, surrender, for, uh, surrender to God. I know that's our D-Now theme uh, this year. It's actually our camp theme. Uh, it's total surrender. Um, You're going all in. And so it is all in surrender. And so I would say that is my goal for this year. It's what, uh, when I send out things in the morning from my quiet time to a lot of our uh, uh, groups that I send it to, I, at the very end, I just say surrender because that's something that I I need to learn to do more because I think I get in the way too mm-hmm. much and pride can get in the way too much. And we know that if we read through scripture, that humility is key. And we need to surrender to God each and every day. Got to wave the white flag. Wave that flag. That's right. And I think it's so important too because in today's world, surrender is almost a foreign concept in a lot of ways I think in a lot of ways we confuse what surrender means and we because we replace that word with comfort you know there's so many ways that um, we live and we're just looking for ways for it to be comfortable or the way that we want in surrendering is not necessarily comfortable you know majority of the time and I I think it's important for us to do that especially just in the world that we live in and the fact that 
there is kind of a lost sense of surrendering and full commitment. Like, I agree that commitment has a lot of holes in it and, and gives us too much control, but there's also a lack of commitment in a lot of different ways in the world. So that's that's really cool. Um, and I'm excited. Austin mentioned D-NOW, and as we're all student ministers getting ready for D-NOW, and that is our theme for this year. I think it's going to be cool just for teenagers. Like, I remember as a teenager – learning and walking through what surrendering meant and knowing that I had, I had to surrender things. And in my life, there's multiple times that I can look as, you know, this was a moment of surrender in my walk with the Lord, or this was a season of surrendering with my walk in the Lord. And I, I just think that's really cool and something important for us to hold on to within the next year for all of us, for sure. Yeah. When I hear people say that I need to surrender, I always at ask the question, or sometimes I just think it of like, what, what are you surrendering? Like it, when people say, I want to surrender this or this, I was like, well, have you surrendered everything? Like, what are we called to surrender? And mm. like the verse you mentioned, like it's, it's ourselves, mm-hmm. it's our life. It's not ours anymore. Um, Jesus paid the, paid the debt. He gave his life. We give ours. Um, we're, we're a living sacrifice. And so that means that our life, everything that's in it, is surrender to him. It's not as much of as like, Hey, you know, I have my nine to five is mine. And then Sunday. Okay, sure. I'll surrender Sunday. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not, that's not, none of that is surrender. That is, um, a denial of Lordship. <laughs> that's, and so I like, as we're talking with our youth and our, and going to continue this, um, surrendering concept in these next few episodes of that's something that I want us to address too, is it, it's not a, it's not we're surrendering A, B, and C. It's like we're we're surrendering everything, everything. from A to Z, yeah. and even the couple sentences after it. Well, and <laughs> like, it's it's the twofold method. Like sometimes we think of surrender is okay. I'm just going to give up, but then I'm also under the authority of who I'm surrendering to. So right. it's not that oh well I'm giving up my sin, but I'm going to surrender to what the Lord's telling me to do. Yeah, and, you know, even further on that line, when you, you talked about the difference between surrender and commit or commitment, you know, to commit to something or to commit is really just to add something. Like to say that I'm committing myself to Christ, you're really just saying that I'm adding myself to either walk this line or even just adding the Christian life into my life. But surrender means that you're letting go of some things. You're letting go of the things that don't please the Lord. You're letting go of the personal desires that you had that aren't in line with the desires of Christ. And so it really is just a completely different mindset. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's so important for us to talk about on this podcast because I feel like it is one of the things that our teenagers are struggling with the most. Because our teenagers, their desires and opinions and ideas, they're changing and fleeting every day. I mean, we can all look at our students and our student ministry and see how quickly a trend comes up and goes away mm-hmm. um, or whatever the latest social media crave is or whatever's popular. I think it's important for our students to understand what surrendering is because it is different than just committing to something or even just knowing about something. There's, there's some, a lot of personal skin in the game of surrendering. Mm-hmm. You know, it sounds nuanced, but it's not like the, right. the difference between those. It's, the understanding of what that is, who we're surrendering to, who Christ is, like it, it's it's a big deal in our faith, you know, big, big deal big. in our, our our salvation of 
all right, yeah, we're we're submitting to this. We're surrendering to him. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal. It's a day by day thing. What you think about it, and I think we all fall into this. But every day, like um, you sit and think about, if you go through a normal work week, everybody's like, man, I can't wait till Friday. I mm. can't wait till the weekend. I can't wait to get out of this. Whatever, whenever. As a believer, when you're surrendering daily, you're not looking to really the next day. It's the primary question for us as believers is to get up in the morning and say, God, what do you have for me today? Because we know tomorrow's not promised. Yesterday's gone. It's what, what do you have for me today? How can I glorify you today? And I think that's uh, key for the family as well. Mm-hmm. And just think how much peace that brings. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. not having to Quit worry about. worrying about, about these yeah, yeah, don't, <laughs> Yesterday was gone. Don't worry about that. Like, you know. Have this moment with Christ. Mm-hmm. How can you glorify him? How can you serve uh, in his kingdom? Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's the good stuff. Well, and I think sometimes we hype up surrender to the point where it makes us nervous. And we'll talk about this more in, in the next few weeks. But, you know, like, I've always heard the example, and I'm sure y'all have heard it. I know there's a historical story behind this, but... I'm not a history buff, and I, I'm not going to give you dates or people, but you know, there's, there's the story of this group going off to war. And they're traveling across the sea, and when they get to where the war is taking place, they burn all the boats. Because he wanted him to say, like, we are surrendering to the call. Like, like we want to make it intense. Like, this is a burn the boat moment. And don't get me wrong. There are times <laughs> where we need to burn the boat. But surrendering is also full of freedom, as Ray mentioned. Like, it is, it is a freeing thing to do. Like, you are letting go of all the fears and failures and anxiety and worries and, and everything that is weighing you down. When you surrender, you get to let go of those things. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, Chris mentioned, you got to wave the white flag. Like you truly are giving up so that you can gain. It's, it's not a weak thing. It's not a big, intimidating, scary thing. Like it is, it's a really beautiful thing when mm-hmm. you surrender to the right things. You know, you turn into the wrong Correct. things, and it could be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you turn into the right thing, it's a really pretty, awesome picture. And so when we talk about surrender, and again, as we've mentioned, the next few weeks, we're going to dive into this and really look at a few different ways that we can talk about surrender in our life. But if you're listening to this, we want you between now and the next episode to come out next Monday, we want you to just think about what does surrender mean to you? We've, we've given several answers even in this episode, and that may help, help you define what it means. But what does surrender mean? But then even further, what does surrender look like in your life? Specifically for your life, what does surrendering look like? And even beyond that, ask yourself, what do I need to surrender? What do I need to surrender to the Lord? What do I need to surrender in this year? What is what can surrender mean for me right here, right now? So we hope that you'll think through those things. Talk about them with your family, with your kids, students. Think about things that you need to surrender and give up and seek accountability in that. And again, the next few weeks, we're going to dive in. And so we hope that you'll join us next week. Down, down, down.